What an incredible, powerful testimony from Lee. And I don't know his last name. That's all I got. But just to share his faith and what the Lord did and how the Lord showed up in his life. And I think what a great line it is that God sent a cleaner. So powerful. And if we look at cleaners, for us, a cleaner is also known as a custodian. The custodian who has the job of a servant. Usually the custodian's the one who comes in and his sole purpose is to wipe filth away. He comes to clean up usually our messes. Sounds like someone we might know. Jesus came as a servant to take the filth of our sin away. To heal our sickness and to make us whole. Ultimately, Jesus is that cleaner. He's the one who comes in Hebrews 10.10. It says, Our sins are washed away, and we are made clean because Christ gave his own body as a gift to God. He did this once and for all. And I know for certain the Lord sent Lee that cleaner. That was doing of the Lord. Because the Lord always meets us at that point of need. The Lord is present daily in our lives. The question becomes, are we present daily in his life? How do I make myself more present in him, in that relationship that he desires? Because he's very present. And do I know that truth that the Lord knows my every need, that he is a personal God and he does know the deepest desires of my heart. Do I know that and do I trust that? And for many of us, we might get stuck in certain places in our journey or at certain points in our journey, or maybe we're not there yet. Maybe we don't even know yet that the Lord who's the one that comes into your life to take that sin away, to take that pain away, to remove and abolish that darkness in your life. First and foremost, that we need to know that. Otherwise, um, there is no hope. When we know that, then how do I allow him to be more present in my life? How do I make a way in my own life to allow him in? What do I have to lay down? What do I have to set aside? Why does it always feel a sense that the Lord needs to get my attention? Shouldn't I be ready at any point or any moment or any given time for him to enter in my life or work in that way that he wants to work in all our lives? Psalm 46, 1 through 3 says this, God is our refuge and, say it at home, strength, very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, even though the earth be moved and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though its waters roar and be tumbled. Though the mountains shake with its swelling. That the psalmist even knew and that we're to be reminded of that, that the Lord is our refuge and our strength. And he's very present in any time of trouble. He's in every moment. He's in every day. But we're called to meet him in that moment. We need to be reminded that God is with us and that we can't allow fear to be sown into our lives. And when we allow that fear to come in, then doubt gets in there. And doubt is what keeps us from that relationship with him. And Satan, the father of all lies, 
uses the most popular weapon against us, and that's a weapon to instill fear. The enemy wants us to believe God is not with us, that he's abandoned us, and somehow he has no concern for our, our very being. It's amazing to me that we always seem to have that assurance that God is with us when everything's going my way. When life is good, when there's a balance in my checkbook, when everyone's feeling healthy, when all the things seem to be going right in the way that I want them to go right, that's when I'm in agreement that God's with me. Somehow he's, he's meeting my every need in that way. But when a crisis comes, when a circumstance comes, when, when life comes, which happens, because we know in this world we'll have troubles, and, and that's just part of being in this world, how do we not press in in those moments, in the moments of those difficulties? Yet it's in those very difficulties we believe the father of all lies. Maybe fear creeps in or doubt creeps in, and now somehow we've been convinced that God has forgotten us, that God has left us. He was there when everything was going right, but then he left when things started going wrong. Doesn't make any sense, but yet we are convinced of that or we fall into that lie, that deception. See, it's always in a crisis the enemy uses the weapon of fear to keep God from us. It's always in that moment that that happens. We can't allow him to have that moment anymore. We can't allow him into that place to feed that fear anymore. It's also always in a crisis when we're weakest. Our most vulnerable moments are in the crisis that we're going through and whatever it is in our life. And right now, uh, we're going through a crisis. We're going through a time in our life that we've never experienced before. We're realizing that we don't have all the answers. And that, that we try to look ahead and figure something out and we're unsure. But what I can tell you is that God is sure. And God is faithful. And that he's there. And that we can't allow the enemy to come and sow that seed of doubt to try to keep the Lord away from us. Trying to instill that, that fear in us. But it's in that very crisis, in that very moment, in, in, in the hardest of times where we are weak. And then we recognize that weakness because it's in our weakness that the grace of God is poured out into our lives. It's in that very moment. What we do is we pretend to be strong and we're not strong and, and, and we're weak but it's in that weakness he meets us it's in that moment and grace is poured out that power of grace into our lives that he meets us in that moment and when grace is poured out in that moment when we ask him into our lives that way and that grace is poured out that Lord's power is what's made known in that weakness it's not our power and right now if you're struggling with whatever it might be, just unsure, finances, relationships, fear of the disease, fear of what to do next. What I can tell you is you're trying to do it in your power. But it's his power we have to let in where we're weak. We let his power in because he has all the power. He has all authority. And we have to let him into those most vulnerable moments to turn that over and not let the enemy come in any longer. To deceive us and try to keep us from that relationship that 
he so desires for us to have. All the answers are there. The Lord's always speaking, but we have to be listening. So don't let your fear freeze you. Let your faith free you. And walk by that faith knowing that God will send a cleaner. That God continues to show up. That God uses people in our lives in ways that we never thought that he could use them. And we just need to have eyes to be open to see who he's sending. To celebrate him in a bag of crisps. That he showed up in the littlest of things. Because he is. And he's there. And I want to encourage you right now that if, if you've had just that overwhelming sense of fear or that, that anxiousness that's going on. You've got to replace that fear with his faith and you've got to let that faith abound. That You've got to just graft your life right now and maybe it's that surrendering. Maybe you're in that moment right now that you just need to surrender some things to the Lord. That Maybe you've picked some things back up again and he's saying, I need you to lay them down again because you're putting them before me. Whatever, that, whatever might be causing that, that fear that right now in this moment, I want you to lay it down. I want you to let it go. I want you to say, Lord, take that fear and increase my faith. Let me move in the measure of faith you've given me, Father. I believe. Come right now in that moment. That anxiousness that maybe you're feeling because we don't have answers and we're looking for answers and we don't have control and we've lost control and we don't know what to do next. And what we have to do in place of that anxiousness is ask for the God of peace to come in the midst. Say, God, bring your peace right now into my heart and my mind. That I'll let go of that control. That, Lord, I'll let go of the things I don't fully understand, but I can trust in you. That you are my hope, Lord. That you are my deliverer. That you are our refuge and our strength. And that you are present, that you are very present, though the world around me, I don't understand, and I can't figure out what's going to come next. My hope and my trust is in you. So allow the Lord right now to just take away that fear, surrender it. Don't give room for the enemy any longer. Allow the Lord to be the peace in the midst of your storm, and to remove that anxiousness, and meet you in that very place. Joshua 1.9 says this, Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid, do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. If you're a believer in Christ, right now is the time to be strong and courageous. Right now is a time to press in to that relationship of who he is and let his power, his grace abound in our weakness. And that's where we'll grow stronger. That's where we'll have the courage to face any fear that's in front of us. That's why we no longer will be afraid and we no longer will be discouraged because we know that God is with us and we know he strengthens us. And we know he'll never leave us. Amen? Amen. Now I want to pray. Now I'm going to ask that as we're streaming live, you can put those prayers. And we have hosts who are going to meet you if you are on our live stream, which is our campus, live.intercessorchurch.com. And there's a button for prayer. 
And you go ahead and hit that button and, and a host will begin to pray with you, whatever that need might be. If you're hearing the message of the gospel for the first time, let me tell you, God loves you. If you haven't surrendered those areas, he wants to come and clean your life. He wants to wash your sin away. He wants to make you whole. But you have to surrender. You have to turn from those things. You have to lay those things down and now begin to walk in this new relationship. That grace will abound in that weakest moment. He invites you in. And if you don't know him in that way, I want to pray with you right now that you would come to know him in the way I know him. And what I know is that it's by grace through faith that I meet him in this moment and that he delivered me from all my sins. And the gift he gave in grace was an eternal life that could be spent with him. If you want to know him in that way, I want to pray with you. So just repeat these words after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I need you. Thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. I open the door of my heart and I ask you to come in. Take control of my life and make me the person that you want me to be. Amen. Now, if you prayed with me, I want you to let us know because you're on a new journey, an exciting journey. No longer will you have to be afraid. No longer will you have to be anxious. God will remove that guilt and that shame from your life. So please let us know. You can put it in the prayer request or put it in comments. I'd like to pray with a pastor and one's going to reach out to you and we're going to help you on that journey with the Lord. Let's continue to pray right now. And I want you to close your eyes a minute. I want you to just let the Lord in those areas, those places that you need him to come in right now and let him bring the power of his spirit into your life in a way maybe you haven't let him before. If your living room's busy, go in a closet, go upstairs, go somewhere quiet and get before him and meet him in this moment of prayer. The Lord shows up for us, but will we show up for him? We begin to show up for him in that time of prayer. Father, we pray right now for our healthcare workers, Lord, all those on the front line, all those, Lord, who have put their lives in harm's way. Father, that you would right now just be their comforter and protector and keep them, Lord, from all harm. We keep them healthy, Lord, for every nurse and doctor, for those researching, Father, to bring an end to this virus and you would give them the wisdom for a cure for every receptionist, administrators and the custodians, Lord, the cleaners of the hospitals. Bless them, Lord. And for those who are believers that work in the hospitals, release them, Lord, where they could lay hands or pray and see your healing power move. If you're one of those medical professionals, may the Lord give you that courage and strength to be used in weakest moments to touch others around you. For those who are sick with COVID right now, Lord, deliver them, we pray. Father, those who are struggling for breath, let your breath, oh God, breathe life into them now, we pray. 
for those who are elderly, Lord, and vulnerable to sickness, and they're isolated and living in, Father, assisted living, that you would comfort them right now and you would keep them safe. Come to them now, Lord, we pray. Thank you, Lord. Father, we want to pray for families and households right now. Lord, for the children who are learning differently than they've learned before, we guide them and help them in that change. For parents to have strength to work alongside of them at home, Lord. Father, we pray for marriages right now, for those relationships that we know the true character of who we are comes out in the most difficult times. So Lord, I pray right now for those marriages that are just struggling. Those who are having a hard time, Lord, I pray you open wide communication. Father, I pray a conviction in their hearts to pray together. That you be the unity in the covenant that they made. And Lord, that you would strengthen every marriage, I pray. Let their marriages be fruitful. Let them be a witness to those around them, Lord. Bless and strengthen those marriages now. Father, for those who've lost work in homes, loss of income in homes, God, you're their provider, and we ask that you come now and provide and make a way for them, Lord. that you'll meet every need that they have, Lord Jesus. Lord, we pray for children in foster care, that you would comfort them right now, that you would quicken adoptions and put it on the heart of your people to adopt, to be foster parents, to meet the needs of those, Lord, who have nowhere. For those who are single, Lord, and struggling and feeling isolated, Lord, be their comforter now, we pray. For every single mom, Lord, every single dad, that you would meet every need that they have, you would strengthen them. Let them know that you are with them, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, we know at this time when such trouble is around us and we don't have answers that depression comes. Holy Spirit, I ask that those right now that are watching this, that are dealing with depression, that you would bind it and loose them and free them of any heaviness, of any depression, of any suicidal tendencies, that you would just break that off now in the name of Jesus and set them free. Set them free, Lord. Put brothers and sisters around them to strengthen them and help them. Break free any heaviness. Break free any depression. Break free any anxiety, Lord. Father, we pray for those who are dealing with addiction right now and 
are struggling or newly sober, God, you bring that freedom. Let them know that victory is in you. Meet them in that weakness. Help them in that struggle. Let them know that they too can overcome because you've overcome the world. Holy Spirit, come. Bring unity. Unity to our homes, to those around us, to families, to neighborhoods, to communities. Lord, teach us what it means to love you and love others. Help us pour out love to others, Lord. Teach us selflessness, Lord, and forgive our selfishness. Bring the unity to your church, Father, we pray. Bring unity to your leaders, to our government officials. Father, strengthen us. Help us not waver. Help us not grow weary in doing good. Father, you promise a harvest would come forth. And I believe, Lord, there's a harvest on the other side of what's going on right now in our lives. And Father, I pray where those areas that, that have caused change, that, Lord, the things that we've had to slow down from our busyness, Father, that we would make more room for what it is you're speaking and doing. So I ask, Lord, that we would see beyond this moment and anticipate the moments to come for those that you will reach for those, Lord, who are hearing the gospel for the first time, for those, Lord, who've walked away from the gospel, that you would send every prodigal home. Father, renew us and strengthen us, your church, and send us, I pray, in Jesus' name.